and welcome to the Unofficial Controller Podcast, your weekly gaming podcast, episode 132, Xbox by Activision, and an unreserved apology. With me, George, and as always, joined by Tom, Activision, to my bizarre creations. How's it going? It's going well. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing great. Before we get any further into the show, I think we should say we've lost our way a little bit. 132 episodes at this point. I'm a bit about worn, to be honest with you. And we've lost focus on what made this show good. It was fun for the family, but also for the adults. It was a podcast you could have on in the car with the kids, no swores. It was a, a nice place to come where we talked about video games. And recently, we feel, we're always our own harshest critics, that we took a a bizarre detour left. And it's time to spin the vehicle around and come back to what seemingly made us great in the first place, which is our passion and love for video games. It is. And each other. Yes. Tom? Do you have anything more to add? No, I, I don't think so. I think you've summed it up well there. We, like you say, we, we do this week in, week out. Sometimes it's difficult to uh, come up with new ideas and creations. Some hit, some miss. And we've definitely lost our way a bit there. Um, so we want, we want to keep it back on point. And we're sorry. Yeah, we're sorry if we've upset anyone. I don't think we've genuinely upset anyone that much, but I think we just want to put it out there. If we have, we're really sorry about that. And we do want to keep it about video games and keep you guys entertained. And more importantly, if you, if you've listened or you have listened or do listen, we would like to say, thank you. Every single one of you counts. There's enough to fill a Methodist chapel at this point, right? And we're grateful for every single one of you. Equivalent of a small wrestling venue, very. And we like to put on a show. We do. Every time. Even if you've taken 100 chair shots. And that's where I'm at. And you've got a steel cranium. I have Uh, literally took 132 chair shots, mainly from you. Stiff ones as well. Oh, definitely, yeah. Uh, And, you know, it's took its toll. And the the old creative, uh, I had creative concussion. Yeah. And uh, anyway, news in from our former sponsor, Kai Soy. He's passed on. Apparently, I, the, look, he came to me and he said, Ghostbusters Afterlife, been a big success, so I want to make a sequel. He said, I want to audition, audition Tom for the role of a ghost. I said, I can help you with that. Okay. He is a method actor now. I, okay, all right. Have a ghost. I thought that we'd sort of, this is where it all goes wrong, you see, because I thought we'd penciled in off air that he was going to have died from his, what's that, avocado stone. He had been milking those, and it actually transpired in large quantities. It's poisonous. That's what we're telling the lawyers. He died from his own press A. Yeah. Okay. Keep it simple. Listen, I don't want to be going back to heading, Rikers. We're heading down... Law Street. We're heading down Law Street. There's <laughs> no time for that. That's not really what. Let's this get back is about. on point. We get back on point. Let's cut straight to the chase. Let's go old school. Odders, grip the wheel of your mum's 1.3 Fiesta Rat Bomb because <laughs> I need to ask Tom what you've been playing. Boom! Straight into it. Uh, well, might surprise you. I've gone retro. 
Never so, meet your heroes. I was up in the loft. What's this CFAX graphics nonsense that you're talking about? <laughs> it's a bit of a bit of a low blow here. I went up into the loft. I brought down my GameCube and I brought down the N64. I have no leads for either. I have no games for either. And I have no controllers for either. I thought you'd gone retro. What I have. You, you I, I've, I'm bringing the retro game up in a minute ah, because right. it's not on those consoles. That's I just wanted to say that spurred me to probably play a slightly older game. In my eyes. <laughs> so I got those down. Um, hopefully me and you are going to do a bit of retro hunting if we can. But I'm very surprised how expensive retro gaming is. Oh, now you see it as an elite thing. Yeah, you want now it's elitist. Of. I want to do it, you of see. Course. Of yeah. course. Yeah, okay. You know, that's the way I So am. what... So you basically brought those down as ornaments. Ornaments, yeah. What are It made playing? me really sad because um, when I first met my wife... Uh, no... That was N64. When I got rid of my GameCube collection, I basically traded a lot of it to put towards uh, an engagement ring. And I had probably one of the best collections on there. I had three controllers, one uh, and then a Wavebird. Oh, you did? Memory cards. Yeah. I had Resident Evil 4, um, Time Splitters 2, I had Zelda, Wind Waker, uh, Mario Sunshine, Luigi's Mansion. Like probably about fifteen to twenty, yeah. Day reckoning one and two. I had probably fifteen to twenty games. Um, Launch day GameCube purple uh, in color, and I think that's probably worth quite a bit of money now. But um, yeah, I mean that's what you do sometimes, and hopefully I can rebuild that collection and pass it on down to the boy uh, when he's old enough. But yeah, so that got me thinking about what I could actually play. I thought, I know, there's a few old games on PS5. I visited Last Gar- The Last Guardian. Sony Japan Studio. I'm looking at you because you said it was an old game. PS3, it's quite old. That's retro The Last Guardian was on PS4. It was on PS3 as well, though. It was almost PS2 because it was borderline... It was delayed that for that long that it took. It what, probably what happens, nearly ended. What up happens on, in the Last Guardian, Tom? A young boy mm-hmm. meets a creature. Yeah, that he's locked in a basement with, or a dungeon. Never made it out on PS3. Famously delayed. Only ever came out on PS4. Are you sure? PS2 is backwards compatible with PS4. Apparently. You're genuinely telling me The Last Guardian never came available on PS3. Don't reach for your phone because you ain't got a gaming brain without it. I'm telling you now. (laughs) All right? Famously. I think you're wrong on that one. All right. Well, we can message in and let us know. And it can be in Community Creations. I never had a PS3. I'm sure I remember seeing the box art for it. Maybe I'm living in a strange fever dream. Normally, I know we're back. Anyway, I've played... Probably three hours to four hours at the weekend, yeah. which I really enjoyed. It's the controls are very clunky, very reminiscent of Ico and Shadow of the Colossus. It's got the similar problems, but that creature, whatever it is, Trico, you, you can't force that creature. It's kind of like a Tamagotchi. You can't force. Well, they were it. saying. I read an interesting fact about it that the creature was designed to not always obey you. Correct. It's not like poor game design it will sometimes just do it in its own time and leisure and people got frustrated with that 
But I've actually found just playing it in like one or two hours, I thought it was brilliant. The animation on that creature is some of the best I've ever seen, even now. The because bonding with the animal, much like in Red Dead, it's, it's what really pulls good. you in. It's very I mean, mechanic, like button heavy inputs. Yeah. You have to like hold and. I find the analog sticks when you touch them in a certain direction, the boy just either goes all or nothing. You've got to be very subtle if you want him to like creep. And I found like when you were in the the base of this dungeon where you free the creature for the first time, it was really nice. It was. It just felt like you're playing in part of a. I don't know, an 80s childhood movie, mm. um, more a Japanese-based um, one. But it, it was really nicely done. I'm really impressed with it so far. I know people were harsh on it when it came out. I think it's one that suffered from having a long development time, being delayed multiple times. They certainly probably needed to learn more from the control styles of the two games they'd done before. But all things considered, I think it's really good. I think with the reason the animation and the boy and the interactionism is so good, I think is because nothing else much is going on, so they can focus on the creature and a lot of the graphical fidelity has been pumped into This the... is you going retro. That's me going retro, Last Guardian. <laughs> P- PlayStation 3. No, I I do genuinely want to get some GameCube games back again. I really want Day of Reckoning 2. If anyone's got any cheap GameCube tap, Please let me know or let George know and he'll let me know. It's just a wire. Because I'm a social hermit. What should I be using to play on the TV? Because multiple people say I should just buy a CRT. You told me not to. Where have you got the space for that? I know, exactly. Right, um, just make it work with the TV you've got. Yeah, it's probably going to be better, isn't it? Yeah. I was thinking about having it upstairs. It's realistic. TV. Or what? When you when your young child's either asleep and then, and then even younger ones also asleep, like what what's yeah. your plan in the bedroom? I, it's just a disaster, and it won't happen. It's a pipe dream. Pipe dream. Focus downstairs on the gaming area. Have one or two ready to go. Couple of classic games. You don't need to go nuts. Dip your toe in the water. You, you, this is one of the traits of our family. You decide you want to go <laughs> retro. In. Next time I come around, there'll be a CRT strapped on your arcade kid's back like a shell. In there'll the be an arcade machine. There'll be every single retro console you can imagine hooked up, ready to go, <laughs> all gathering dust while you're sat on the internet researching the next game you're going to buy. <laughs> okay, that's the that's the devil. Oh, I'd definitely be a collector. I wouldn't be a player, I think. I just, yeah, that's got me written all over exactly. it. Uh, other than that, this week, uh, keeping it short and sweet, uh, try to again to finish Hades on Heat Level Eight, where it's just so tough. I get to Hades, the final boss, and just can't quite do it. Um, but I'm going to persevere and hopefully get that done. Uh, played some Call of Duty Warzone on Caldera map as usual, and that's about it. That's what you're doing online till two, three in the morning on a Friday. Maybe one, late enough. And then I stay I up late. Me little routine. I, I stay I up that late and watch Boba Fett. It's two o'clock. Big boy, staying up time. That's why you're grumpy on Saturday morning. Because you haven't had enough sleep. Okay. Well, you know, while mum's is in Tenerife, you stay up till whatever time. It's not acceptable. Okay. Is that all you've been playing? That's all I've been playing. I don't know how long you've been doing this show. You meant to ask me now, and then I can tell you. Yes, I was getting to that. I thought you were just going to come in. And say the awkward side because you've been very nervous. excited. Well, what have you been playing this week? Ah, 
Yes. Ah, yes. Okay. I finished Spider-Man. Yeah. Got through all that. 100% in everything I could do. I couldn't be bothered to do some of the challenges. And I knew I'm, I'm going for a, a new Game Plus playthrough on Ultimate. Uh, done it on PS4. Yeah. Started again on PS5. Could have imported the save. I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad I didn't. That payoff at the end is still supreme. And there's little story beats and lines that I didn't notice the first time around that hit even harder this time. I was like, oh, man. Ooh. How long have you known? The whole time. And he's like, oh, my God. If he knew, he knew the whole time, and yet he still did this to to someone he kind of viewed as a son or someone who Mm. viewed him as a father. Amazing. Swore us for a 400-year-old game. Absolutely incredible. <laughs> it's retro now, really, isn't so it? So I, I, if Last Guardian is part, I'll tell you what that is. I, uh, <laughs> it's part of the PS Plus collection as well, isn't it? No, it's not, sadly. Oh, so you had to buy it? Oh, Last Guardian. Mm. Sorry, I thought you meant Spider-Man. Uh, no, it's part of the PS Plus collection. That's why I went on there. I was like, the retro shop that I was going to go to was closed. Much disappointment. So I just come back. I was like, oh, what can I play? Anyway... As the Spider-Man credits are rolling, something's been in the back of my head needling away for some time now, saying, hmm, hmm, Star Wars Jedi Force Unleashed. Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the sub It's what I keep calling it. Keep <laughs> yeah. calling it the PS3. I, I go that. retro. I get that. Okay. <laughs> Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So as the credits were going up on Spider-Man, I thought, yeah. right, I'll stick it, because the Spider-Man's a digital version that I've got. Oh, so okay. So that's oh, why I, it's already in the tray. That's what I go to all the time, because yeah. I wait for things to load or download and knock things off on Spider-Man. So in it went. Ba-bumpf. It came the upgrade path for PS5. Ba-dumpf. Oh, treat myself. How much did that cost, by the way? It's free. Excellent. Even better. It's downloading. Get into Spider-Man, knock off 10% of the game while I'm waiting for the of the story. I'm not doing any side bits the second playthrough. Um, and then it popped, and I started playing it. Now, me and James, the work experience boy, had a run-through on the PS4 version. That's why there's no save, and the trophies are popping for me again. Yeah. I love. Um, but we didn't get too far. It was frustrating for a young man. I had a go, this time on PS5. And I'll tell you what. It's not it's, it's not the best looking game, and it's got some quirks. More than one animal I've stumbled across in a tea pose <laughs> that's a four-legged creature. <laughs> but, you know, I'll make excuses for it. It's up on its hind legs looking for me. Have it's, you seen the Wookiees yet? They still don't look great, okay? Even the, even the power of a next-gen console can't sort that out. I mean, basically, you get in a brute force PS4 Pro version, which was behind where the Xbox One X version was. So when that gets back compatible, it gets a bit of a higher lift, whereas the PS5 version is being sort of forced, brute force through the emulation of the PS4 Pro. It is what it is. Still, what I would say, I didn't think... So Friday night played it until goodness knows what time. Saturday, went to see a friend, took some time out for myself, recalibrate in my mind where we're at the show, all that. Come back, carry on playing it. This game's owning me. This game's owning me. Owning you as in whooping your ass or... Yeah, a little bit, yeah. You want to play it though. Yeah, but I look, I can't get enough of it. Yes, and yes, then and then inquiry. it was the the respawns or the camp, the meditation areas and the campfires. And yeah, suddenly things started to click, c- convalesce in my mind, and it was like, 
I know this is like Fisher Price, my first Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe now, maybe now I'm ready. Because I, now I understand the whole sort of sacrifice of the respawn and I understand the sacrifice of, the, of doing what you need to do to get to the fires and, and sort of save or spend your yeah. skill points and guard your skill points because there was a few oh, times yeah, yeah. where yeah. it's I'm nearly getting up to a skill point and I come across a, an enemy and I'm like, mm, Shall I, gamble? I need to think yeah. now about what I'm going to do. Um, but the game, I rolled with it. There's been a few frustrating times where I've been caught between these campfires, as you call them, and it's been like, Rrr. but then Sunday night, I just clicked. I just sank into the sofa and the, the screen pulled me in, the surround sound, and I was just there. And I've got to the point in time where I've gone back to the um, one with all the mining on it, the Imperial HQ, where they're mining down. Yes. Yeah, I've yeah. gone down and I've faced the second sister and that little spoiler's been revealed. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you know, this is really good. I don't think I've got much further to finish it, if I'm honest. Have you had any flashbacks yet? That's as much as I'll say because I don't want to spoil anything. There's, well, they're all through the game, so you've obviously yeah. forgotten. But uh, not, I don't know. Well, we'll see. But uh, I, I think it's wonderful. A real charming little piece. It's broken in so many places. The CGI loads and everyone's sort of just popping in and the cloaks yeah. are falling on them as they're sort of loading on the character. And I, give, I forgive it all. Because it's so charming. The relationship with him and that little BD one robot is fantastic. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not a like the collecting of the skins and that. I mean, it really makes no difference at all. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. And that all has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... It doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off? The, <laughs> way, the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out The Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. I don't know. I, I, I think it helps us have our own Cal and um, BD1, isn't it? I think it gives us a, our own version of them that we just tweak them a little bit so they yeah. don't look as same as our, as our friends. I've always preferred that than full character creation. It's like if when we talk about this with Mass Effect, Shepard to me is the Shepard with the shaved head and how he comes out the box, action Agreed. man. Yeah. Um, and I've, I've never been a big fan of character creation. To be fair, I've been putting on different... When I go back to Bog Boat... Oh, yeah, I wear. I would like... He'd be wearing that right now. Yeah, Put it so on. when I went back to Bogoda for the second time, that's like yeah. whatever the first... So how many planets have you got? Uh, Dathomir, uh, Kashyyyk, that mining planet, wherever it's called, yeah. and uh, that first planet that you start on. Yeah, I go yeah. back there now, seeing it as like a Dago bar. Uh, and if you don't have yeah, any, yeah. if you go with like without the poncho and you're just wearing what looks like Luke's best bin outfit, yeah, yeah. I'm there romping around there doing all that. Nice. One thing I would say is like I've got a lot of the skills and I'm like quite far in, in advance of unlocking the different wep- uh, attacks that you can use. But there's one creature on that planet that yeah. I, out of every other creature in the game, I actually fear. 
and it's you would think it's a real basic creature. You know when yeah. you slide down from the when you first go in the temple and then you slide down the mud and at the bottom's this big thing that sticks its tongue out at you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a frog type creature. Right. Oh god. Yeah. Every time in an open space, fine, but there was one in a room that I wanted a collectible in that you can drop down on. Yeah. Oh, my God, in that tight space every single time. Yeah. Although it took me quite a long time to realise that I, what made has made the game, one of the things that clicked was locking on to a character. Without lock-on, the camera is all over the place. So See, sometimes I find with lock-on, if we're going Souls combat like Sekiro, Demon's Souls, Dark Souls, or any of those, Bloodborne... Sometimes I find certain bosses or enemies I'll use the camera lock on, others I won't because I need to run almost towards the camera or run at a faster pace and not strafing and circling. Well, so what I don't know how you found that. It was, it was finding the lock on because normally yeah. you're fighting like a group of stormtroopers and you yeah. lock on and it's like, oh God, I, can't, you know, I need to fight them all. Yeah. But when you're in a one-on-one situation with one of the purge uh, troopers or with a boss, lock-on has saved my base. Oh yeah, yeah. In the in the one-on-one fight, because I you, see your point. you then are able to focus. When you dodge, yeah. you're still facing them. Yeah. So you don't yeah, lose yeah, yeah. time in between hits to get the hits back in yeah. when your window opens. So there's me. Question. Yes. It's time, isn't it? Once I've got Force Unleashed finished, it's time. What for? Demon Souls. Yeah. The remake. As much as I love it, I don't know where it's the best one to start on because in Demon Souls... Well, I'm going to start on the PS3 Demon Souls then. I'm sorry. No, don't do that. What? If you're going to play... It's the last Guardian, If you're going to play... You've got that lovely PS5 with one of the most stunning games made and you go and play the PS3 version. That I don't understand. Anyway, Demon Souls... When you go to a boss on a lot of the later Souls games, or even probably from 2, 3, and Sekiro, the point of getting from the fire or whatever it is, the totem, whatever they're using in that particular game, to get to the boss is usually not too bad. In Demon's Souls, I was like, why is there no shortcuts to the bosses? And I read, and it's like, that's the way it was designed. That's right. And I find it way more punishing. The bosses are easier, but the, the journey to them is a lot harder, I found. that was. But I finished it, so it can't be that difficult. I'm not amazing at video games by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and Sekiro was way harder in terms of the bosses. Like A lot of the Demon's Soul bosses, I probably lost to them three or four times. And, then, and also, if you're struggling, you just summon someone in if it's available. That really helps, like newcomers. We're going to talk about it briefly in the news, but I've managed to convince some friends, hopefully, to get Elden Ring. They're going to hate you. They're normal, they probably will. They're normally casual players who play FIFA and Battlefield. Yeah. And now you're going to serve them up Elden Ring. They will be my Operation Human Shield. Boys, go in, do what damage you can to the dragon. It'd be a bit like something out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. I'll just send them in. They're just like slaughtered on the floor. I can't believe I come you, in. you've convinced these two random innocents in the village to buy a 70 quid game. No, it's uh, 50, isn't it? It's not a oh, sorry. big, big book. Sorry, game. it's fine. Guys, you can afford yeah, yeah. it now. It's only 20 quid back at you back then. <laughs> uh, to basically lay down as your human meat shield. Exactly. 
Well, with that rather interesting news, I mean, whoever thought there's me signing up for tackling through all the Souls games, probably not going to happen, to be fair. I, th- I, th- I remember I making a New Year's resolution you... where I was going to finish Persona 5. Forget that. I think you should also jump in on Elden Ring. I think that is the best place for a newcomer to start. How the hell can you qualify that? You've never played it. You don't know what it's like. Stop talking now. We scoured the very darkest regions of the, the previews of Red. Previews. Oh, right. I read a pre- preview about marriage, but it wasn't true. <laughs> we scoured the very darkest <laughs> regions of the internet to bring you the latest stories. First up, have a bite of this apple. Here's a crazy rumour to start the week. It was mentioned by Windows Central reporter Jez Corden, huge friend of the show. You know, Jez, whenever you read a news bit from Jez Corden or a rumour, I instantly think it's just James Corden. Is this a rumour? Not quite. We you don't do leaks re- and we don't do rumours on the unofficial. With your um, um, attire you've got on at the minute and doing that, you you remind me of a, a young Dick Van Dyke. It's so cold in the morning. <laughs> I have to, when I get up in the morning, I can see or my you're, breath. You look like you're about no to commit joke. a choke slam. So I've got fingerless, <laughs> no joke, serious straight up. The manor is so cold, I'm wearing, and what with this rumoured heating thing that's going, I'm nervous. Energy bills. Yes. Oh, it's all right yeah. for you in your, in your, tucked up in your glass PVC jar. But here, <laughs> I have to get up in the morning. I can't even think in the morning it's that cold. I can see my breath. There's no one to bring me tea. There's nothing. I have my fingerless gloves on. I've got a hat on. I have to wear a poncho in the gaming room so I don't die. I feel so bad for you when I'm out there creating firewood for Ponsilbury Manor. Anyway, <laughs> here's a crazy rumour to start off the week. It was mentioned by Windows Central reporter Jez Cord, a big friend of the show, on the latest episode of the Xbox 2 podcast. Apple might be poaching Xbox engineers to make its own game console. Jez says he's been hearing this for a while, although he admits the source on the information isn't the best. He has, just as Tom likes it, rumours <laughs> and leaks. He has no concrete details or proof. And even if it is true, he doesn't know Apple is still if Apple is still pursuing the idea. He speculated during the discussion about which company would really want to compete with console made and potentially Apple, and on that level right now, suggesting the real answer is Chinese tech giant Tencent. Now, we'll get to that, because obviously, the big news this week, Microsoft by Activision, for an awful lot of money, more money than I've got, uh, and there you go. And that name Tencent, I want you to keep that in the forefront of your minds. It's going to be important when we get there, because this is not... Believe it or not, as much as you want to make it out to be, this is not a Sony versus Xbox fight. Um, We'll get there. We'll get there. It's controversial. We'll get there. Next next up. What do you think about Apple buying a console? Making a console? Shall we discuss it in the feature, or do you want a quick... Yeah, because Apple have also got the hat in the ring, so that's that's again one of the reasons. We'll get to that in the feature. I think there's some uh, meat to chew there. Uh, George's ring is gold. Shelve your cynicism. Elden Ring will release on the 25th, 25th of February for PlayStation 5 and PS4. The game has originally been scheduled to launch last year. It's also available on Xbox Series of consoles, isn't it? It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no random exclusive deal just suddenly done 
uh, overnight. I wondered why, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, um, I don't know why that it's uh, the news article on Push Square listed it like that, probably because it's a PlayStation site. The game had originally been scheduled to launch last year, but was pushed back into 2022 to allow a little more time for polish. Now that the hotly anticipated action RPG is locked in, as developer from Sephora has confirmed that the game has gone gold, for those unfamiliar with the industry lingo, going gold is an important milestone in a game's development because it essentially means that a master version has been rendered and now will be printed onto Blu-ray Stingray discs and submitted to platform holders like Sony for publishing on the PS Store and Xbox Store. Historically, this meant development was over, but in this modern era, teams typically continue work on a day one patch. That's exactly what's happening with Elden Ring. Please be sure the title will be ready for the sale on the 25th of Feb. From Software's Yashuri Kyoto said as part of a Tapai Game Show presentation, which I watched today, it was interesting. Um, the master version has already been submitted, he said, and right now the team is working on a day one patch to make sure everything in the game is just so. Hmm. Excited for that? It depends how my experience goes over the next uh, month or so. Please get it. No. You're going to be playing as an Aloy with a bow instead. Is that an issue for you? No, because I'll be doing the same, but then I'll just drop that game like a bad habit as soon as Elden Ring's out, sadly. As good as it'll probably be. As I said to you off air, you talk all this, you talk all the talk, but the reality that you find yourself in the moment is very different to the I'm a bigger boy gamer talk that you're giving it now. Do you think I'll play Elden Ring, get scared, and then just come back on no, Horizon because it's easy? No, I think I think you'll be intimidated by the level of dedication that it requires, whereas you'll get Horizon just requires you not to get too good at the game. So it's forgiving enough once you've leveled up a little bit. Maybe so. And I also you think, think you're desperate for something to showcase your games with, your machine with. Look at this. Look at Look at those graphics. Yeah, very guilty of that. Um, do you think that's a bad decision on Sony's part to release Horizon so close to Elden Ring? Or do you think they're two? I think they're just two totally different games. But I right- think the fan base is probably slight. I, I know quite a few people who are getting both, but overall, I think. I actually. I don't think it would damage And, and, and take this however much. you like. Yeah. Uh, I actually think it's probably more damaging for Elden Ring to release in the Horizon window. Really? Yeah. Okay. If if you're a if you're a PlayStation gamer and you're halfway between dedicated, a lot of people don't like those Souls games. No, um, I actually know Souls fans who aren't actually keen of it going more open world. They said it will detract from the more tighter design of of the originals, and probably for some people they're not going to like it. But for a lot, it's what they've wanted. Anyway, on to the next last bit of news. What we got, mate? I took an arrow in the knee. The Elder Scrolls Six is seemingly still in pre-production phase. A new information come courtesy of Bethesda HR employees LinkedIn profile, a screenshot uh, of which you can find... Uh, where did we get this? LinkedIn. Um, the developer's profile is spotted by several Bethesda fans, specifically notes that the development studio is still in pre-production phase of Elder Scrolls Six. This shouldn't come... As a surprise, all things considered, the Cedar Starfield is its first new IP in over two decades. It's still over nine months away from releasing in November later this year. Tom's prediction it's getting delayed, but we'll see. So it makes sense the developer is all hands-on deck to wrap up Starfield first before moving on. Over the past few years, ever since the Elder Scrolls 6 was first unveiled by the Cedar, news has been incredibly scant. 
Post-Microsoft acquisition, the new RPGB is reportedly being planned as an Xbox console exclusive, something that Xbox boss Phil Spencer hinted at at the back end of November last year. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Elder Scrolls needs to be good. And by that I mean there were elements of Skyrim where as someone who played Morrowind, there was... There was bits of Morrowind still in that game. Yeah. And I read it, I watched a documentary about Fallout 76, and when they stumbled across code dating back to the early 90s, on the game's engine had been iterated upon, yeah. iterated upon, yeah, iterated yeah. upon, iterated on, upon, iterated on. And then they were going to make a... That was part of the reason why they had to start from scratch with Fallout 76, because by the time they pulled that code apart, they realised there was not one thing in there they could use for a multiplayer experience. Yeah. So then they had to make their own. Then they had to make it look like a game that was made in that engine, which is difficult. And oh, then, yeah, definitely. Uh, yada, 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 the story goes on. What a car crash. So there's absolutely no way on a 4K machine that really Elder Scrolls Six, with all that top- topography mapping that they've been doing and things like that, where they've been photographing real areas to get the textures and, and, yeah. and all that, real-world locations that they're going to bring in-game. And if you want a live city and if you want a game that looks like it's a modern game, um, they had to start again. I, th- that- I think like GTA Six, I think Elder Scrolls Six is also... Potentially three to four years away. I more. Up more. I wonder as well, is Starfield a test base for the new engine or is Starfield the last shined up shine <laughs> of the Skyrim engine? Maxed it depends whether, I don't think we know yet whether Starfield is uh, cross-gen. If it's cross-gen, I feel like it'll be the older engine. If it's new gen, it will be. Possibly the test. Yeah, the test for, for uh, what is to come. Well, Seemingly, apart from the apology, no community corrections this week. Flawless victory. Very nice. No worries. Uh, voice, voice, voice artist. If you ever need anything, you know, answer phone message. Birthday greeting. Birthday greeting. Bemitzvah. Oh, no. Edgy. <laughs> we don't do edgy and we don't do rooms on the unofficial <laughs> controller podcast. Anyway, did we miss anything? Do you have an opinion or take on the news we missed? If so, Tom, how do the collective masses get in contact with us and let us know that we um probably got it wrong or they want to be on the show or they've got an opinion they want to read it. <laughs> I'd love someone out. to message in and say, Can I be on the show, please? That'd be great. Dude, what the hell? Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Send me all the invites. Send me all the invites. 
while Tom is blissfully unaware, sending SMS texts from his Nokia brick because he doesn't do social media. As he found out last week, he says these things and disappears into the ether and then wonders why I get upset. Uh, how would they get in contact and let us know that they want Kai Soy's head on a stick <laughs> or possibly they want some uh, avocado press A? <laughs> well, either of those things, you can message us on Instagram or Twitter. You can also email us on questions at unofficialcontrollerpodcast.com uh, or you can reach us on the Discord chat. Yes. And the wonderful community that's developed around this show, which is the crown jewel of this business. That is the crown jewel of this show. And um, without them, it'd be a very, very small wrestling venue. Even smaller than that. No, smaller. We'd just be dust in the wind, dude. We would. We've arrived at the feature, which is Microsoft's acquisition of Activision. I'm glad I slowed down because that was that was word soup waiting to happen, wasn't it? Activision Blizzard. Act don't forget Blizzard. All right. The right. best bit of Activision. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. You know you do know that you've I've managed to shoehorn in this and say this is what we need to do as a feature. Because it is, it's massive news in gaming. This is last week it was just exploding, people saying all sorts of things. I just look and see Blizzard. What game do they make? Overwatch 2. I better get this in the show. <sighs> now my true intent has been revealed. Like a tripwire in the grass. We're not talking about Overwatch 2 today. We're talking about... <laughs> and we're not even really talking about Xbox buying Activision. Because... Well... Wait. Okay. Okay. Journalistic hat on. You've done some digging, which was impressive. It's bigger than anyone realises. This is the next... This isn't Star Trek, the original series. That's that's what we've been enjoying to this point. <laughs> Games from developers on consoles, happy. What we know, the business hasn't changed since the Pong clone crawled out the loft and showed itself to me as a child. Okay? That's still fundamentally the same business. This is the line in the sand. This is gaming the next generation. Now... For good reasons and bad, things are about to get a little bit weird. So, Microsoft, if you read this at surface level, you'd be, I'm a Sony gamer, this isn't acceptable, I'm losing COD. I'm, I'm a Sony gamer, this is unacceptable, I've already lost Fallout, Elder Scrolls, all that. Wait, calm down, okay? Sorry to say. Sony ain't got the, ain't got the money for this fight. If anything, they're going to end up a bit boutique. Now, I like Sony, and I like the games, and I'm happy with the boutique console. I'm fine. You like boutique? I like boutique. This is the major dogs scrapping. This was Microsoft throwing its wallet around because Tencent have been pulling publishers and developers off the table like a kid, a starving kid, sweets out of a lucky jar. And that's made them nervous. Add to that, Netflix, which... You you had your full deer stalker on when I came in. You were like, have you need to see about Tencent? <laughs> they, are, they are a Chinese-based company. Look at what they own. Tell us more about... Well, we'll get... Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Okay. So, 
Tencent are there, Netflix are there. Netflix have probably got the sort of subscriptions that Microsoft would love to see on Games Pass. Absolutely. In the short term, Microsoft get to bolster Games Pass with some cracking titles, okay? There is no doubt about that. And yeah, they secured some legacy PlayStation characters. It's a poke in the eye. In fact, if you're Sony right now, you're probably wondering where you're going to stop bleeding from. You don't know what this all is. But don't panic, all right? You're going to be okay, gamers. We'll help you with this. Microsoft thumbing the eye of PlayStation happened as an accident as they went to try and knock Tencent out. This is this is not a nice fight. Sony's like the guy who just was like, break it up, guys. Yeah. Xbox pre- gone for that knockout blow after a few too many tinnies. And uh, Sony's gone, oh, that stung a bit. And it's about securing the studios and the games right now for the digital battlefield of tomorrow. Tencent already owns percentages percentages in well they own Riot Games they've got percentages in Epic Games they've large percentages as well they've uh, Turtle Rock Studios they've got shares in Ubisoft shares in Platinum Games by association they've got shares in From Software Remedy Roblox Playtonic Games they've even got the finger in Discord as well I mean who hasn't at this point yeah. one would imagine 10 cent or probably two or three digits in they're like a leper at a cookery course it's not good <laughs> right Netflix Rumoured, well, they've already got mobile games. You can play through the mobile browser on your phone. That's going to anger Apple because Apple wants to take 10% of everything that happens on that app, on an app in their store. When people lock games away in an app, Apple get furious, hence the whole Fortnite thing. They weren't getting a share of the digital transactions that were taking place on Fortnite mobile, so they uh, killed it. Right? Makes sense. Couple that with today's news of Apple, who already have... So much market penetration. Microsoft makes a lot of money. Apple make a hell of a lot of money. Apple have got the digital wallet for this scrap. Someone who hasn't, Sony. So they need to act smart, move sharp, do what it takes. Uh, This console war, they're probably going to do well again. They're still forecast to outsell Microsoft 2 to 1. That's going to put them in a good place on hardware sales. It's also going to have an attach rate. Of, of their first party games wonderful that's the fight they know how to fight it's the fight they know how to win what's happening in next year's digital battleground who knows now Activision Blizzard they were acquired for 70 billion that's a lot of change Tom certainly is what do you let's before we go well let's also say within the last 12 months they spent and now this seems like a deal Okay, these deals get considerably better as this as, as time moves on. Bethesda they bought for seven point five billion. Mojang they bought for two point five billion. That's Minecraft. Now we did a Minecraft episode, and while researching it, Microsoft decided they'd spent so much on Mojang, Mojang, call them what you like, Notch's baby, that they needed a hundred year game plan. <laughs> Seriously, they've got a hundred year business wow. plan. For Minecraft. Who does that? That's like that's travelling That's like travelling yeah. to the next that's like travelling to Alpha Centauri and you're sending a couple away. You you got to have babies while you're there, and then your babies need to also know how to fly this thing, and then their babies are gonna need to know how to land it. Like this is pie yeah. in the sky stuff. So they bought Moing two point five billion. I don't know what however many centuries they're planning on working back the seventy billion for Activision. No disrespect to anyone out there. 
they're not earning that money back from Games Pass. Yeah. All right? That's just a, a well. Uh, and we said off air, if it takes $150 million to make a AAA game, they're going to need to round up all this money again just to get their first yeah. wave of exclusives out. Uh, but couple that in with the fact that uh, Microsoft acquired Rare for $375 million all those years ago. That now seems like a pretty good deal. Felt expensive at the time. Yeah, it does. Um, uh, let's Now we've set the scene, and we've kind of skewed this, hopefully in a journalistic fashion, to let you know where we think this is at. Now, it's very easy to get in the playground. Xbox gamers, they've had it for quite some time. you got no games... <laughs> you got no games. You got your Sony pony. You got no games. Um, and this is one of those great days where you wake up as an Xbox owner. You look at your phone and go, "Yes, you got no games." And it's that Uncle Bell's come down, gone. You want some? I'll give it. You. I'll give it. You. <laughs> right. He, now this was one of the predictions in our predictions episode, as Bobo over mentioned. So that could be in the corrections. You said that this would happen. And we, Did said I? That we said that Uncle Bill was going to rummage around for a couple of billion here or there. No, I think I said it. No, you John said it, it, sadly. No. No, so yes! You. Have you had your teeth whitened? Uh, no, I just have got you, some different polish. Have you back to black your beard? Full, full time travel going on. Well, you've lost a bit of weight as well, Yeah, you? retro gaming. I wanted to bring back... My 25-year-old when self. When you walked into there, I did actually think that you've had some work done. You, 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 you look way younger than normal. I don't know where the last week's Kai Soy gate... It rejuvenates me. When I when I go for the... Well, we mustn't say that because he was... He, 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 just stop. Yeah, just stop. Just Talk stop. to me now about this. Talk to me now. Tell me where uh, you're at. Where because, I'm Well, at. it was a good day... If you're on the surface of Xbox gamer, it was a bad day if you're on the surface of PlayStation gamer. I think underneath the surface, the real takeaway for this is if like, Microsoft hadn't done something, gaming would have been massive. Well, like changed. a man running into a burning building for his child, the only concern I had was getting my child Overwatch 2 to safety. So I was just Googling everything I could to do to find out about if Overwatch 2 will still come. To PlayStation and Switch. There's me and... for the show, trying to get the real story. Trying to understand what the real story is. I, I am impressed by the amount of research you put into this one. It's very interesting. I will say, uh, I don't think it was that shocking. We always sort of thought they would make a big acquisition again. But I don't think it's as bad for Sony gamers as they've made out. I think, I, I think this will be a different acquisition to uh, Bethesda. I think they're going to go with. I honestly think you know what will happen. I think they will go for Games Pass on PlayStation, and Games Pass on Switch. I think that's their ultimate goal, to get that digital app out there as soon as they can. Netflix is available on pretty much everything other than your dishwasher. I think that's the way they want to go. Mm, no, agreed. And this move is part of bolstering that because this today you can play you play on your console. In ten yeah. years time, as you say, there'll be a Games Pass app for your TV. 
Now, Nintendo and Sony probably want to stick to what they know. Is that going yeah. to make them dinosaurs over time? Yes. But there's a certain clientele of characters that like to collect blue things with shiny things in. We, That's we, me. We, exactly. I completely agree. And we discussed this at the start of the show. But the problem we found with that is when we started discussing AAA games cost somewhere in the realm of £150 million to make. That's a rough average. You can't do that with a niche market. So... Sony will and Nintendo will have to dip their toe into this water at some point or make some kind of alternative. I think Xbox are looking at the hundred, the hundred year plan. They're looking at the 25, 30 year plan. Sony and Nintendo are just kind of like, they, they probably do have a plan, but we've got to, all these people infuriate me as well about saying Sony needs to make a Games Pass equivalent. Sony needs to stop charging Sony's pound for their games. They can't afford to. They are a tiny company compared to Microsoft, and this is the whole point we're raising. This is not a battle between Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft. This is a battle between Microsoft and the big boys, the bigger well, boys. It's a fight that only Microsoft have got a wallet to go with. Yeah, and one would imagine if they spent seventy point five billion, you know, getting on for nearly eighty billion acquisitions, not seen a return yet for Uncle Bill's all Uncle Bill's money. Uncle, Uncle Phil, cousin Phil, he can spend it like water. No, right? but Uncle he's trying Phil. to secure. It's not even a. It's not even a first blow. It's a hat in the ring of tomorrow's digital battleground. Yeah. This isn't even. That's this is it. Tencent could rock up tomorrow, and I mean, I feel like the seventy billion was a warning shot, but also more of a. We need to take these off the table now because if we don't do it now, and they get picked up there, we'll never get them. You gotta remember, it is basically just one big game of Monopoly. Yeah. And Microsoft have just picked up Old Kent Road. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I we'll so. we'll go with somewhere mid table, I think, uh, for Activision. I mean Activision earn a lot of money through Call of Duty and Blizzard, obviously World of Warcraft, not so, uh, Diablo, Overwatch, etc. I There's some other things in there though, don't forget. Included with some, yeah, some random Activision Tony titles. Hawks. Um, Sekiro was actually published by Activision, which I didn't realise until I did a bit of research. I think from what I've read from Big Phil is he's actually trying to be pretty good with Sony gamers. He's like, I don't want to take the we don't want to take these things away from other uh, communities, which is a nice sentiment. Whether that's backed up in real life, I well, don't you kind know. of said that during during the bus. I mean. If you were Phil, you would probably try and have your cake and eat it. You would try and lock them down. But there are exclusivity deals that Activision yeah. already signed that probably need to be on it. Now, whether that's for a generation, whether that's 12 months, whether Sony had the forethought to do... I mean, quite why you'd want to do a 100 deal. I think deal, anything announced, doing, we will see on PlayStation and, and potentially Switch if it was coming to that anyway. That's why I don't have much concern, really, with Overwatch 2. I think it will come to the other consoles. There's two bigger communities who will buy it. Um, on the subject of that, I'm really happy in some regard that Microsoft have actually picked that up, picked Activision Blizzard up, because I'm hoping they will see Overwatch through. After all the bad press, we need to talk about Activision Blizzard's, Blizzard's bad press that they've been having. With uh, Hopefully, Phil can come in and lay the law down like the new sheriff in town and say, we're not going to put up with that. We want to get rid of anything involved with anyone involved in those situations clean slate i think it's good for the company it's a it's a very good start to to start well start a new turn a new leaf if phil and bill acquired the show yeah 
you'd be dangerous. I, I'd be gone. Yeah, you're, you're toxic. Yeah. yeah, I am. I would definitely be leaving with a nice big fat paycheck, though, like the boss from Activision Blizzard's rumoured too. Did you um, know, I didn't include this in the news, but I did yeah. throw it up on the Discord in the okay. week. To try and change to the try narrative. To <laughs> No. Okay. You're not. To try and change the narrative. Cancel me. Bobby Kotek actually tried to buy several, yes, yeah, yeah. several gaming websites yeah. to try and turn <laughs> pro Activision stories Sounds out. a bit like a Vince McMahon move, doesn't it, that one? It, um, it sounds pretty dirty, to be honest. It's, That's yeah. him done. But with he's, the money that he probably makes as a yearly salary and the payout he's going to get, he's probably do all right. Big, he's probably big, got shares. Yeah. As, he's probably got shares as part of his remuneration package. If he hasn't, he's nuts. And he's not nuts. Well, he is nuts, but not in a financial point of view. So he's going to do well out of this. Big Phil's sending him to meet Kai Sawyer, isn't he, definitely? He, 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 he's like Voldemort. Yeah. The the imaginary character that must never be spoken of. Okay. He who must, yeah. <laughs> he must not be named. Okay. Yes. That, I like that. Anyway, back to the the positives. But first, we need to talk about one negative that implements the positive. When these big, big acquisitions happen, sadly, because if a business isn't running, being run to its full potential, I hate to say it, the two things that usually happen is there are redundancies and there are cutbacks. Mm. These things happen. It's just business. So something nice that has happened out of this, though, I'm going to struggle for examples, but it does happen. A lot of these studios that are eaten up by the big boys, people who leave or choose to leave and, or, or, or are fired, whatever happens, a lot have gone on to set up smaller studios which yes. have then gone on to produce some some decent games. And it, it's just keeping the, the dev- development market alive. We forget all the big studios. Well, it's, it's a nice time to redistribute probably some employees that are fed up of... Yeah, I've talked about yearly this updates. before, yearly yeah. updates. Like, what are you doing? Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I, don't get, I don't want to get carried away. Price I was going to do this new idea. No, 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 no. Price first. You're doing Captain Price's moustache. We want yeah. that rendered in 4K. Yeah. We want live hair, reaction to the wind. We want everything. <laughs> we want we want you to work on cigar the LED yellowing. light. Yeah, cigar yellowing. We want you to work on the red LED light on that on that night vision goggle. That's that's your job for a year. Like no, thank you. That's another rumor. They're talking about potentially ditching the yearly update for Call of Duty. Um, I think out of anything, if PlayStation keeps anything, it'll be Warzone. I think that's all that matters now. You're potentially right. I think Vanguard has has had poor sales. I think they'll look at that and think, why do people buy this Warzone? It's free to play. Okay, let's focus on how Fortnite run there, like battle passes and stuff. Don't get me wrong, Like I thoroughly enjoyed Modern Warfare, like the redo. Uh, that came out a couple of years ago. I'd probably buy a sequel if it came out. I don't know where I'd, I'd maybe wait for a sale. I enjoyed it enough to play a sequel. But overall, like Vanguard, I, it didn't even pique my interest in terms of wanting to buy it. I was just happy we were getting a new map on Warzone, which I've played. But yeah, I actually don't think this acquisition is that bad for the industry. I think it's really interesting what you've highlighted. Well, I'll tell um, you from my point of view... Haven't played a COD in years. Don't play Overwatch. Don't don't play Diablo. 
I mean, yeah. I went through, I was like, oh my goodness, that's a big buy. And yeah. it was like, well, I don't really Actually, yeah. Actually, yeah, I yeah. don't play any of these games. Now, yeah. that's not... I know loads of you do, and I know that for that reason, there's probably some Sony gamers that are like, well, I'm nervous, I'm not going to be able to look at Captain Price of Stash ever again. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> You're going to be all right. They can't... Seeing COD be multi- come from multi-platform, I'm not sure. I think they're probably going to try and lock down some of the in-game maps. Obviously, sort of like Sony historically would have made a lot of money from in-game purchases. 10% of the 1% that's coming through is yours, and therefore that revenue stream is yeah. tasty. If that was then, that throat was slit on Sony's platform, you know, and that money then re-diverted to Big Phil and Bill, that might just be enough money to... Let Rare develop a new hat for Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's it's good news for Games Pass in the short term. It's probably bad news in the short term for Sony. But where will Sony be in ten years' time? Will there be a PS6, or will it be like the Mega Drive? Obviously, a lot more successful than Sega, and that's why I think they're going to have a little bit more longevity in the game. Uh, will they be sort of? The bigger boys, Nintendo. Yeah, I think that's where they'll be. Yeah, they'll still be making. They they've good got money. enough history, like Nintendo. Now, I think if you were talking and this had happened in the PS2 area, in a different playing field, I know. But if this had happened then, they didn't have the legacy that would carry them through. The thing is, with Nintendo, they have a generation that have grown up with them, so will always be loyal to it. And I'll always want to play a Zelda game. Don't get me wrong, but. They did a very good job of recruiting a younger age group with the Switch, but they've got that legacy to fall back on. I think that's the same with Sony now. They've got enough strong IPs, strong characters. Um, people are familiar with in, their way. In-house owned studios that can seemingly, so far for Sony, touch wood for them, seem to be able to knock it out of the park every time they put pen to paper. Yeah, I mean, there's there's very, very strong rumours now. Obviously, they're losing, potentially losing Call of Duty. Sony probably knew about this deal a little bit before anyone else. Maybe they didn't, but I, I guarantee they will be working on, the, or they need to be, a very good first-person shooter. Room, very rumour, rumour, rumour. Is this Devotion games? Tooling yeah. up yeah. for something. Now, I think that's probably they know they had a, knew they had a hole, because people have always said the hole in the arsenal is that they haven't got an FPS. All yeah. they are is first-person, third-person action games. <clears throat> True. Very yeah, I, I think they do need a strong... And they haven't had an FPS that's really been... They've probably never had a significant FPS. They had... Killzone. Mag- Killzone is an interesting game. Resistance was a good series. Um, I think the one that really slipped away was Mag, massive action game, that literally was Battle Royale before even the idea was yeah. even thought of. But sadly, due to Sony's PSN outage, it came out... Mag yeah. launched... The day, oh no! Online only. Is this when it got hacked? When Sony yeah. got hacked, yeah. oh, that that happened wow. the day Mag launched, and it went on. For now, th- home. Surely that is not coincidence. <laughs> Uncle, You'll have to get Uncle your Bill pickers on I'll for that, won't the, you? Uncle Bill's in the background. Just updating your server, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's that? <laughs> that massive game-changing game that you're coming out with that was actually going to end up being the way people play games in the future. Sorry about that. I spilt my sort of my uh, almond latte in the uh, <laughs> I spilt my almond latte on your network board, and it, it's it's redundant. It's fried. It's fried. <laughs> it's, you're done. Also, 
a lot of your customers have been hacked. They've all been hacked. Uh, so yeah, so there's that, that they've got history, and they've had some solid stabs, but one now probably thinks they need to really. But do they need an FPS? It's like do I think they? yes, yeah, I think they do. I, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, rather than an FPS where it's like multiplayer and all that, I wouldn't. I would probably prefer to see. Bioshock. I don't see Bioshock as a first-person shooter. Yes, it probably comes down dressed as a first-person shooter, but it's a first-person story game with shooting elements. That sounds like I've described the same game, but it is a very different style of playing. I, I think what we'll probably get is a multiplayer FPS, but what I was hoping for is something strong in similar vein of, of like a espionage FPS game, something... Very story driven, Half Life esque, even. Yeah, Half Life, um, Bioshock, anything yeah, like something that. Something like that, I think, would be great. But I think we'll get more of a. Y- you forget, but Microsoft now own Call of Duty, Halo, Doom. Some pretty big hitters in the FPS genre. Well, one but, would say the NWO Wolfpack of FPS is <laughs> really. Yeah. Anyway, Hogan's come in, leg dropped. Uh, like drop Sony and Nintendo. Listen to the crowd. That, I want to know. Yeah. If we get Games Pass on the PS, we, we would you get it? Would you get a yearly subscription? No. As I said before, we have a Series S in the house, and a lot of the stuff that I see on there really is like the bulk, the the fill is the is the three sixty era exclusives. Yeah, and I've had my stuff. I've had my I've had my fill of those, and all yeah. you can eat buffet of that. I'm full. Some of the more interesting titles like Grounded, Forza Horizon Five, the new Halo. Like maybe if something launches that piques my interest, I'll maybe get a month here and a month there. Um, but if, can you buy it as individual monthly things, or is it you've got to, you've got to be able to? Yeah, I'd have thought he would. All right. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm happy with the Series S just chugging away, uh, doing its thing. Would I want to then, if do I want that experience on the bigger boy TV downstairs? I don't know. If they keep buying up studios and doing things, the thing is what I want. I don't want COD. That's not the reason I would get Games Pass. I don't want Overwatch. That's not enough of a reason. Starfield... I'll be intrigued by. Yeah. It's what they do with this other stuff. You know, they've got the initiative. What's going on? I do wonder where they've got, well, they will have, like we discussed before, like a business plan, but have they got, similar to Sony, where they've gone right, or got all the studios together and gone, we need to get a release schedule of like one a month even for a year or one every quarter. I don't even know if that's a business model that works for a subscription model. That's something that works for you to go down the shop, the event of going and getting a game. I don't even know. You see, we're all too busy as gamers fighting the fight from the PS3 era and the Xbox 360 of our consoles and games get sold. Yeah, yeah. They don't get sold really like that now. No. It's not the event. And when was the last time you queued at Asda at midnight? Um, Yeah, I think now a lot of people would just be like, I would rather sit at home and click... Uh, pre-download, then they click finish download, pay for purchase, boom, it's on your machine, or obviously it'll be on your Games Pass when you wake up in the morning. 
it's the equivalent in some ways of having the argument with people who are like, cinema's dead, I don't want to ever go to cinema again in my life. I'd rather just watch it at home. That's great if you've got a home cinema or you're happy just doing that. But I will always want to go to the cinema. And I think the same can be said about... Um, how we could game uh, yeah how we could yeah um yeah don't get me wrong it stings sometimes when you're paying 70 quid for a game but i'd also argue i haven't actually paid 70 pound for any of my games i've been close but certainly that 70 pound price point is thrown around an awful lot when really if you shop around you can find it cheaper exactly um and we really need to discuss like games developers aren't charities they cost a lot of money well, to make these, these games. Are. Microsoft obviously aren't. Microsoft's obviously made some money out of cloud and uh, Windows six and a half or whatever it is they're on with now, because they've just blown nearly a hundred billion. Um, here's a point of go back to cinema. Cinema ticket costs fifteen pound average, unless you find a nice cheaper one. That's two to three hours of content. Video game costs you 70 pounds. A lot of the games you get in 40, 50 hours. There's your, that's why it costs that much. Yeah. And that's cheap considering. Well, uh, I, was, I was playing... Um, I don't watched... get me wrong, I don't want to see them go any more expensive because inflation is bad enough at the moment, but... If it, you yeah. think about Spider-Man. Yeah. The movie. Yes. Two hours. Uh-huh. You play Spider-Man as I've been doing. I use this as an example. Yeah. He looks... You're swinging through New York. Looks incredible. Yeah. Right? You land down on the ground. There's people walking around. Taxis. Horns. When I have it on the surround sound in the manor. You're there. It's absolutely wonderful. When you whip through a tree, you hear it behind you. Yeah. Amazing. That's kind of costs. Every single element of that could be edited down and be in... A Spider-Man movie. It's that good. The characters, the acting, the whole bag of tricks. That's worth that money. You don't just get to watch Spider-Man. You get to be him for damn this 40 hours if you want to max it out. Yeah. That's why it's a fair price. But it does cost them a lot to make. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's... You've any, hit, the, hit your nail on the head there. Any final thoughts? Because we've got a little off track there of... The acquisition. acquisition. No, I like I say, I think it's not as... Originally, when I saw the news, it's like, oh, my God, that's a massive blow for Sony. And Are Sony gearing up for a fight that they're not in if they do this Project Spartacus and come out? Because that's only going to hurt their bottom line. What they need to do right now is double down and protect the bottom line. If you ask me, Project Spartacus, a.k.a. Sony's Games Pass, needs to go in the bin. Yeah. Scrap it. I, d- I don't see the need to do it when your consoles are still selling out. And you've out got, selling. You've, got, you've Obviously potentially switch. got... We forget about PSVR 2. That's potentially a big hitter coming. They've got some great first-party titles lined up. The console's great. I really enjoy it. You get your PS Plus games. You've got to look past... I send this to my friend who's like, that's it, I'm going straight to... X. going to get an Xbox Series X or S... It's like, if that's what you want to do, dude, do it. Because we'll have Discord and the games we play, you can play cross-play. So it doesn't bother me. And I think that's great for a lot of friendship groups where now more of you can play on which console you want to play your exclusives on. 
but you can just play your multiplayers on either of them. And I think that needs to happen more, and I think it will happen more. I totally missed the game I was playing, by the way. What? I messed up. God. I've been playing SnowRunner. <laughs> okay. The Dark Souls of driving games. <laughs> I'm not joking. How many loads have you lost? I've not. I've, I've fulfilled, like, one load. It took me hours. Okay. That's right up your street, though. You'd probably want to do the full journey across I the Antarctic. I was frustrated because my vehicles were so pony. They were getting <laughs> stuck in... Uh, grass verge. On a grass verge. Nice. But we've we've got somewhere. We've leveled Okay. Up. But anyway, um, that was the wrong I also place want to pick your time. brain, which we'll just talk about before we close the feature. Well, should we, we close? Talk, let's close yeah, the let's feature. Yeah, let's close the feature. Hopefully we've covered some points that many of you weren't aware of or... If we've missed loads of... Where can they continue this conversation? Yes, please come and continue the conversation with George on the Discord and lots of other like-minded gamers. Xbox fans, Switch fans, PlayStation fans. Play nice. Google Stadia fans. Hopefully we've been able to... Oh, now. Sorry, just before we close. It did make me chuckle when they were like, yeah, well, the bigger boys, I mean, they want to come in, your you Googles, your Apples, and like, I'm like, Google, yeah, the ones who brought the Stadia out, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it's, sure. It's it's a sleeping... <laughs> dragon. It's a sleeping <laughs> dragon. It's already infiltrated everywhere, all right? Although, whoever it was who sent me a link of a Stadia in a box, 25 quid... Let's do something. Let's make it's it happen. Sleeping. I think I want a stadium. It's sleeping like Smog sleeps at the bottom of the city of Dale. Smog. 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 However you want to say it. Yours is like a fully loaded cheese board, a smorgasbord. board. Smog. Smog. <laughs> Smogger's board. <laughs> right. That's Very that. Good. That's the that. feature. Okay. Boom, dog. What were you going to tell me? Uh, so as you know, we're usually checking out game trailers and news in the week. I just wanted to ask your thoughts on um, a game that's been delayed, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Saga. Oh, stop it, please. I actually watched that trailer and was like, wow. I have no... Like, yeah, it sort of interests me. It looks cool. But I'll be honest with you, I have no interest in that. It'd be like you showing me a trailer for COD. Unless it was like, kick their asses back to the fatherland. What do you not like about it? Is it like seeing the game you dream of, but then realising they've done it in Lego? Yeah. Yeah. That's how I felt. All right. I don't want to... If it was a really tight narrative game where you just basically did what you saw on the screen in the film and you had the whole Skywalker... I don't know if I want all the Skywalker <laughs> saga, but certainly the Lucas Skywalker saga, uh, I would love it. You could play through as Han, so it includes Solo and then into New Hope, Empire and Return of the Jedi. If you play as Luke, you know, Obi-Wan's in 1, 2, 3 and 4. So you've got all the different characters you can play as. Uh, it, would be, it would be really cool. The fact that's limited to a Lego game. Now, I look, you know, I love Lego. If someone could see one of the rooms in Ponsonbury Manor, it looks like a brick ball pool and then you realise it's all Lego bricks <laughs> and things are a bit OTT. Classic me and you. You're getting into retro gaming. I get into Lego. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's pouring out the windows. It's pouring out the windows. Okay, yeah. I, I agreed. I think it for for an adult fan it's it's a shame we don't get the, the, the gritty, sort of dark narrative driven game. I don't even want that. I just want Star Wars. 
Okay. It's not okay. dark. It's not green. No, no. True. Good point. Um, you just have to put up with a lot of comedy in the Lego games, don't you? Yeah, and to be honest, although they're doing some wonderful things and they're flipping the mechanics up with the shooting and all that, you literally are. It's very much like a, a phone smash game. It's like um, smash, collect, smash, yeah, collect, smash, collect, collect, smash, it, collect. It reminds me very much of like N64 era type Donkey Kong game. It's even more obtuse than that. But probably, yeah, probably linear. And loads more collectibles of nonsense. Yeah. Then you're playing through as random Jedi, random X-Wing pilot through the whole game. uh, I don't know. You got that vibe from when the figures were released, aren't you? Like playing as just some randomer because they released pretty much everything that was shown in the film. I, Ray, has Ray Pages. Okay, he's on his way. He's on his way. Before he comes down, Tell me what he's been up to this week. This week? Well, as you know, he's got shares in Tencent. Has he? He has. So he's had a good week. Okay. But he got a little bit shook. Got a little bit shook with Microsoft's big big spending. What's his take on the industry? He says it's all good. He's absolutely fine with it. He He will make money either way. The thing is, if we move to an all-digital ecosystem... It's difficult for him because he's, he, he's, his biggest fear, do you want to know it? Cashless country. He fears contactless payment. Of course like, he does. Like, is it true during COVID he made you put your money into a bag of vinegar and then you had to pick your change out? That is true. Yeah. Yeah, it's no contactless. That's his version of contactless. It is, yes. Yeah. 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 And then the DVD came in a prophylactic covered in surgical... He's a big fan of the reddies, our Ray, isn't Antibacterials. He? <laughs> yeah. Well, they can't take them away from them, can they? They can't. He was losing fear of someone resetting his bank balance to zero. Here he comes. Time for a peek in what we affectionately call Stingray's boot. What's nettled? What's nettled? I don't know what nettles are doing in his boot, and I don't know what they're doing between some counterfeit... That's stuck under his wheel arch. Is that what it is? Yeah. Where he's gone off road to avoid <laughs> yeah, the uh, avoid the yeah. local copper, uh, a policeman, a cop for copper. They'd know cops yeah. in America. Anyway, thank you to the Americans. Thank you to all our listeners. Uh, and a dodgy copy of Battlefront all this week. These are new release highlights for the week twenty fourth of January to January thirtieth, twenty twenty two. Listeners, these will be out on digital, physical, or will be by the Thomas podcast in your feed, but could be region dependent. Not. Tripped over that. That's like a ser- episode one series, uh, series one episode two tripwire in the snow of the stingray blurb that I fell over. I think I'm nervous. A little nervous. A little yeah. nervous. It's okay. You know. It's okay. Could this be? Is there anyone listening anymore? Hopefully, Mumsy. <laughs> Mumsy. I don't think even Mumsy's listening. Did he do? He who must not be named. Did he do that big of a job? Even Mumsy was like, that's a bridge too far. I think maybe so. We're, we're basically back to beginnings. This is like series one, episode one. We begin the climb again. Okay. Uh, anyway, just to cheer you up a little bit. Spring set of wa- Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll go first. Hidden Deep on the PC, January 24th. Hidden Deep is an atmospheric sci-fi action game heavily inspired by the aliens, the thing, and Half-Life. Explore, climb, swim, scan, blast, and shoot your way through dangerous missions in a huge suboceanic mining and research facility. Fear the horrors that lurk below. I've realised I didn't actually put any coal on the fire. If it's gone out, you're going to have to do... I will do the next picks. Oh, wow, I get to sit in your chair. Oh, look at this. Leather upholstery. It's got some kind of crest on the back of it as well. don't know what that's about. Anyway, next up, we've got Reverie Night Tactics, available on PC, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, January 25th. Uh, Reverie Night Tactics is a turn-based tactical RPG with strategic battles in, in uh, isometric grids where every decision can alter the story. Uh, next up after that, we've got Diplomacy is Not an Option, available on the PC, January 26th. You're born a feudal lord, sounds good, right? But you, you're bored of hunting, executions and tournaments, even a feast with beautiful maidens. The only dream left? Your castle surrounded by hordes of enemies. You would waste no time on negotiation. This is your chance to show them who's in charge. Apologies for that. Next up, we've got Circuit Superstars on the PS4. Here he comes. You the... know what to say, don't you? You, you won't be as quick to jump. You don't know a man until you walked in his shoes. I was going to say, would you be as quick to jump in my grave? I'd have too much respect for you and your family to do that. Okay. okay. Where did you get to? As oh, Circuit Superstars. It's a top-down racer built by racing fans for racing fans. Racing fans I like top-down racers. I have a chair. King of the Castle, King of the oh, Castle. Oh, God, this is... I don't know what these references are. It could be dangerous. Borat. That's that's not for the show. Borat's okay. banned. <laughs> All right. He's cancelled. He's, he's cancelled. <laughs> Celebrating generations of racing, focusing on driving that feels great, but with high skill ceiling. Sasha that, Basha cancelled. Stop it now. Okay. We don't even... Like, kids don't know who that is. This is like sitting in, like, the headmaster's chair and he's gone out the room. Oh, the 15th century whitewash has just been pulled off the wall. <laughs> the lime has fallen. Yeah, I don't know why you eat. I lime just... whitewash. Okay. okay. Any, anyway, Deflector on the PC, January 27th. Deflector is a high-octane bullet hell. Stingray, we've got another roguelite. Every week you bring one of these down. He loves a roguelite. He does. Say in a <laughs> deadly world, upgrade your characters with the DNA you find, evolve them further during your runs... Sounds quite cool. And explore the farthest regions of this microcosm or die trying. Uh, Zenith, the last city. For... No, no, you've, you've oh, not. I'm going to one. Yeah, you have. Don't forget that one. Vaganti, PS4, Xbox One and Switch, January 27th. Vaganti is an action-packed platformer that features permanent death and procedurally generated levels. Two of your favourite things. <laughs> Play cooperatively with friends both locally online or adventure solo in this challenging. Stingers! We've got another rogue. That's two roguelites in the boot this week. Roguelite inspired game. Zenith, the last city available on PC, Quest 2 and PSVR. January 27th, fight, craft, explore. This is my mummy mummy. In a massively multiplayer world built for VR. Forge alliances and friendships in guilds and parties. Join epic raids and world events and blaze your own path. How will you use your power? That's my mummy mummy. 
This is my next one then. Pokemon Legends. Arceus. I think that's a reasonably good stab. <laughs> Available on the Switch, January 28th. Survey, catch and research wild Pokemon in a long gone era of Shinoa region to complete in the region's first Pokedex. Mm. Return to Runaway out on the PC, the Xbox series of consoles. It's also on the Xbox One and the Switch, January 28th. Return 2 is a tense, character-driven, psychological horror experience. Saki and her fiancé Senna trapped on an abandoned train that is haunted by an evil spirit that takes the form of a little girl called Ayumi. Battle your way through the haunted train, discover clues in mysterious abandoned locations, escape from the nightmare, and free the trapped souls from the clutches of the evil which has possessed them. Uh, you Ray, can have two. Ray, Ray, I'm putting Pokemon back. It's time to let it go. You've played and finished this and lost. Have you played Lost Legacy? No, I haven't. You are missing out there. That's I pretty good, actually. Out. Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection PS5, January 28th, players Nathan Drake and Chloe Fraser in their own standalone adventures as they confront their past and forge their own legacies. The Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection includes the critically acclaimed single player stories from both Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Now, we've got to the end of this. It's just given me a thought. All the fans listening who are in the Discord, do you know what we'd really like? There's a lot of up-and-coming releases over the next month or two. We'd really love for you to say which one you'd like us to preview. Because our game previews have been pretty decent over the years. If you do say so yourself. If I do say so myself. Our best performing episodes have been the game previews. Some of which I'm not even on, so I haven't listened to them, but I presume they're good. Um, we need to... The best ever one you would ever... <laughs> yeah. The best show I never was on. Um, My God, that's got to be Barbie. It could be. It's got to be Barbie. He sent some cryptic promos. Yeah, well... Is he looking at a Royal Rumble entrance? The third it's where wheel. The big, it's where the big wheel returns. Anyway, um, what's yeah. his in-story reason? Where's he been? You were in Rikers. He's it, probably he, it, he got he got podcast famous and went on an African trip, just looking after children, starving children, doing the right thing. Oh, he took okay. all the money he earned from the show, and he bought like he, he built a school and a well and. You know, a vaccination program and malaria, mosquito nets. That's why I stopped talking to him. Because uh, he he played that card I wanted to go more the route of... Stop. Yeah. What are you hoping to play? Oh, wait. Whoa, stop. Mummy. VHS. Do your VHS. That's Uh, why the rain is shaking. I'm getting the Thunderbirds box set, the original Jerry Anderson versions. On VHS? Yeah, why not? Good job Ray's got a massive boot. Yeah, because... there's a lot of episodes. I never, I forgot, because I've been showing the boys some, and they're like 50 minutes long. Mm. What did you think to them? Loved it. It like It's one of those where, when the Thunderbird ships and the the guys in the suits are there, he's very interested. Because they're telling quite a long story, over like 40 or 50 minutes, so he loves the vehicles the spaceships the maturity of that story is high as well yeah uh, we watched the one where they have to rescue the reporters you know the guy who's like trying to film Scott Tracy and he's like I've just made it so all your films gone like blank uh, and then they end up rescuing him from under a building and Gordon gets his time to shine and goes in and Thunderbird 4 gets him out <laughs> after that mainstream straight on the internet 
old Thunderbird matchbox toys. Can't find any. Corgi, they're making some. Oh, Thunderbird 2, spring release, pre-order. Thank you very much. That'll do for the boy. Diecast as well. well. Okay, so that's your... No expense spare, John Hammond in the house. Anyway, yes. VHS, what would you like to pick out the boot? Star Wars A Solo Story. I watch it. Oh! I watch it every night. I love it. (laughs) Apparently I need to watch that because it goes into some of the uh, gangs that are probably involved in Boba Fett. I won't worry about it. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Minor link. It's actually a good film. Well, it's it's, it's nice fodder to fall asleep to, let's put it that way. Oh, right. I, I... yeah. And obviously what with me being forced on... Uh, no, it's not forced on me. How disrespectful. <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order, all right? I don't know whether you, while you were off I... While you were off I uh, finished that game on PS3. Or was it while you were on? It, no, yeah. yeah, I do remember you talking about Starkiller. Yeah. yeah. I've got yeah, the sequel yeah, ready to go, but I feel it yeah. might be a little bit empty after this now. Oh, yeah, Fallen Orders. No, no, no. Nicely no. polished. It, this is on PS3. Okay. Best gaming console ever made. Ah! Anyway, what are you hoping to play? More Last Guardian. Not available on PS3, apparently. But available on the PS5. Um, Just comes in time as you hang up your microphone for paternity leave. Shame! I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, uh, Last Guardian. That'll be about it. Like I'm literally just on the long wait now till Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. I can, I can hardly recommend Infamous from that list of games. Yeah, I did. Collection. There's quite a few on there that I was like, should I go for that? I think I, apparently I am able to now upgrade my internet. Potentially there's more room in the box in the village. So I might start being a bit more like delete, download, delete, download. Whereas now I have to think pretty carefully because if I delete something, it can take three days to re-download it. Um, but yeah, that's... Uh, Okay. Yeah, big big game. Like yeah, I think Infamous, you would love... It, there'll be enough time between now and then for you to have a really good game. I want to get Last Guardian finished if I can. Um, I don't know where... I hope I don't get bored of the mechanics. I think playing it in short bursts is probably the way to go because it's not a particularly long game, mm. about 12 hours. So just sort of an hour and a half so at a time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what are you hoping to play? Obviously Fallen Order. Fallen Order... You reckon you're quite close to finishing that? Well, I have no idea, really. You thought... Don't, you... don't, just don't. Okay, yes. All right? I think we'll, yeah. I'll play some more SnowRunner. Now's the time to talk about that. Uh, thoroughly good game. Um, and it, Is it not and a truck sim? No, 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 no. A bit more no, arcadey? No. Okay. A little bit more sort of... Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run if it were well, real. Like Smuggler's Bomb. Why did you... This paternity leave can't come soon, can <laughs> it? The, uh, no, like smugglers run if it were real. So if you rip through the grass too much, you would get you would wheel spin and then you would drag the car down. Okay. So you got to drive it. You got to position your weight if you're going off road. You got to get your weight right. You got to get your diff selection right. You got to okay. get the all wheel drive system activated. You got to get yourself in low. If you go at it just full on, it's like. Bruh! you're not going to get up but as if you go in low nice and steady you get up in that feeling of cresting a hill and the car sort of dropping over or the vehicle topping in or you're getting through the mud it, does, it, does it, it have that it, same feeling of like when we played 
the stranding of like plotting your route and very slow monotony. Very, very, very much that. Mm. Very, very, very much all of that. And as you upgrade, like I've been struggling with this really wagon, really poor wagon, and uh, I managed to. Uh, playing with RGT, I got some. Un- we got some unlocks, so I got an engine, a new engine. Um, uh, you a, you a play online? Raise. I only play online with people that are willing to role play with me, and I mean, when I say role play, <laughs> I mean role play. Okay. No talk of anything other than what's happening in the in-game universe. Only talk within the in-game universe of how these two, pe- how these characters would interact with each other in real life. Like how we tried playing Red Dead Redemption. When you save it, right, you kind of, that's where you get asleep in the cab for the night. And then when you unload, when you load it back the next time, that's when you get up in the morning and you're brushing your teeth and you're checking your truck over, making sure you've got the fuel. And I love how you view the world. This is, this is real life. I like that. All right. That's, if you're willing to role play, and I mean, you don't break character even, you talk of method acting. All right. If you could bring your stage experience to SnowRunner, <laughs> it would be possibly one of the most phenomenal gaming experiences in my life. I'd just be doing Jack Burton impressions all the time and you wouldn't enjoy yourself. Exactly. So yeah. that's, that's where that's at. And with that, I would say, that's all we have time for this week, listeners. Always thank you for your time. We look forward to the pleasure of speaking to you again next week. Until then, happy gaming. And remember, there's nothing wrong with being given the unofficial controller. It's what you do with it that counts. See you, Tom. See ya. See <laughs> ya.